Opinions and ideas expressed in the following Moraine Valley Broadcast Channel recording are those of its creators and do not represent the views of Moraine Valley Community College. Welcome to the Rug and Tug and Revival Show, coming in straight from uh, Payless, Illinois. Today we're today we're having a nice discussion about uh, the obesity crisis, and uh, with me with me I have today Omar from Chicago, Tar- Tarek from uh, University of Illinois Chicago, uh, speaking for the academic discourse, and then I have uh, Connor, CEO of Coca Cola, speaking for the food the food industry discourse. And my name is Sh- and my name is Shivam Patel, your host today. For those of our listeners who don't know, the discourse of a subject or a field is is around about the the different means you would use to speak about that. Like for example, the, uh, discourse between doctors. Doctors have all the common knowledge that goes into uh, speaking about medicine. Like for example, different terms, different assumed information, like as diseases and certain medicines being bad. So the discourse of doctors would be their understandings of medicine, their assumptions about different practices, and their, their overall, their common knowledge and all the, all the methods they would use to speak and make conclusions about their, their work. So, all right, Omar from Chicago, what would uh, you, you believe to be the popular discourse about obesity? Well, honestly, man, obese people, they, uh, they always blame the fast food restaurants for them being fat, but it's honestly just them. Nobody's forcing them to eat. They don't exercise enough, and they just eat too much, and then they try to blame it on the fast food restaurants for, like, making them eat it, but honestly, no one's forcing them to eat it. That's interesting, Omar from Chicago. So, Connor, Mr. CEO of Coca-Cola, what do you have to say about that? Do you agree with all right, uh, Connor, CEO of Coca-Cola. Do you agree with Mr. Omar about what he's got to say about obesity being the it's the individual's blame? I absolutely do agree with that statement. See, you see, people in America they have what we call in the fast food industry a energy crisis balance. People in America have a problem with their energy balance, which means they put calories in but they don't put it out. Oh, that's interesting, Connor. So are you trying to say that the the obesity crisis is a crisis of the individual not being responsible? Yes. Yes, I am absolutely saying that. It's the individual responsibility, not the fast food corporation. Now, are you sure as CEO of uh, Coca-Cola that you don't have any agenda behind people wanting to consume high-calorie, sugary food, drinks and foods? As CEO of Coca-Cola, I don't want my company to be misrepresented by the media. I don't want people thinking that we are just a big bad bully down the street forcing people to drink Coca-Cola. That is not true. Okay, well that's good to know that you don't have any sort of secret agenda, Connor. Now I'm going to ask uh, Mr. Tarek from the University of Chicago about how he, uh, what he has to say on the obesity crisis. What I was going to say, so it's always be need for food. So people cannot stop eating. But the main thing we should know is we eat to live, not we live to eat. And uh, you know the numbers of uh, abused people are um, like higher than 
the people are like starving. That is no, just like, right there. That's yeah. Strange. So uh, so many of the major food companies pay scientists and fund the research. And uh, that's helped the food company to uh, produce more and make more money and, uh, you know, like do their goals and all of that because the industry won't spend money if there were no returns. Uh, for example, for example, the soft drink industry, APA, responded. I would like to say, first of all, that there is no good or bad food. Hence, there is no food or food type that should be subject to change. So any stats or figures that you got over fast food or sweet drinks is junk science. So, Will, I have an example right here to tell you about that. But the soft drink industry, ABA, responded by supporting a group of researchers by supporting a group of researchers to conduct another review of the link between soft drink and body weight. So that's 100% true that the sugar affects your body weight. If you don't like burning right, if you don't... Connor, you are the CEO of Coca-Cola, right? Yes. All right, so being the CEO of Coca-Cola, uh, Tadek from University of Illinois, Chicago, he just read an article saying how the soft drink industry sponsors false studies and other things of the sort, such as the Energy Balance Network. Weren't you, as the CEO, aren't you responsible for, and you know, I read this in, uh, I read this in a journal study somewhere, that, that you sponsored a false study demonstrating how sugar and fatty foods don't influence obesity? You sponsored the, stu you sponsored the study, and I have evidence to show you as to why you knowingly put, uh, put out false science. Well, you see here, you are using uh, totalitarian language, you know, characterizing me as the bad guy of this group. Well, in actuality, I am the good guy. I fund these scientists because they did not get any fundings from their schooling. Now, it may seem like they're biased, but in actuality, they're using my money, well, not my money per se, but Coca-Cola's money to fund these studies. Now, they show that they are in Coca-Cola's favor. Well, so be it. Well, Connor, I think your credibility is that of a dog. But anyway, Omar, so uh, what do you have to say about that your friend Connor right here is the CEO of Coca-Cola and he's, and he's sponsoring false scientific, scientific studies and that, that saying that, oh, no, I'm just helping the scientists. It doesn't matter if their results happen to favor me. Did you know that your boy over here, he's contributing to people learn, like in the public learning false information? Well, I've been drinking Coca-Cola products since I don't even remember when, even though the studies that were funded by Coca-Cola didn't say anything about the danger of drinking too much of their products. I mean, I've been trying to trying to live in a healthy food environment, but it's kind of hard. Um, it's been hard because I, I live in a toxic food environment. For example, I live in a neighborhood that has a lot of fatty food restaurants. And of course, the food is really cheap, so you're kind of tempted to go. Also, there's a lot of advertisement telling you to go drink this or go eat that, so I'm kind of being deceived. Since I'm obese, I've been going through some difficult health problems. For example, I developed type 2 diabetes. I I have a difficult time walking around. When I go to Walmart, I have to use that motorized wheelchair. On top of all that embarrassment of riding that, people usually take food out of my cart, and they give me a nasty look like I'm some sort of animal. Oh, my God, Omar. That's such a sad story. You know, this is, this is what the academics are trying to say, in that, that it's not the individual's fault that they're obese, but rather it's a toxic food environment and the influences from, like, from food industry and a bad environment that causes someone to become obese. Because when ob when there are certain factors that when they happen in an environment, that you can see that the rates of obesity go up. 
and you're not an animal, that you just happen to be a victim. Now, Connor, you really think that it's Omar's fault that he's obese when he has no other way to, you know, he has no grocery stores to go to. All he has to go to are Shell gas stations, McDonald's, and KFCs every day when he goes to work or comes home. The man works 12-hour days at a factory and then comes home on a bus, and he doesn't have time to cook or clean or do anything. And you're telling Con, you're telling Omar that just because he's a fat pig that it, it, it's, it's, it's his fault that he's obese and that your doings and the doings of people like you have nothing to do with it? Absolutely. Connor, Connor I hope you know that it's because of you and your agendas and your greed that people like Omar have to feel the pain that they feel, you know. There's even, there's even an agenda in politics. For example, a spokesman for McDonald's once went to Congress and said, Oh, no, we McDonald's, we don't sell, Ronald McDonald and us, we don't sell to children. He inspires through magic and fun. But it's now, true. Now, you tell <laughs> me what kind of bullshit that is. You say that, oh, it's true. But it is All true. All it is is a lady and her team of people trying to find the reason as to why they market to children. But it is true. Connor, you're an animal of the earth. I hope you know that. But anyway, well, so we have to end this episode. We have to end this episode of Rug and Tuggin'. Uh, and... Uh, you and once again, let me tell who our guests are today. Omar, a common obese man from Chicago, Illinois. Connor, CEO of Coca-Cola. And uh, Professor Tarek, a, a researcher at the uh, University of Illinois in Chicago. And this episode of Rung and Tuggin' was brought to you today by Dunkin' Donuts. America runs on Dunkin'. Kit Kat, Salai, with on-the-go order, immediate line of coffee machine.